Blog Talk Radio.
I got love for this quartet song that's playing back in the background. That's what I got love for. <laughs> oh, we got a great show coming up, y'all. We got a great show. I tell you, we go, we got we're gonna be interviewing with um a, a gospel recording artist, Michael Porter, all the way out of Florida, Port Port, Port St. Lucie. We got our best-selling author, Charlena Jackson, in the house with her new latest book, No Cross, No Crown. Oh, it's on. It's on on the Go Before Gospel Show slash Glorious Gospel Vibes. You know, I got to throw that off in there because it's going to be a new day, new way. I told y'all that in 20, at the beginning of 2017. No, new day, new way. Don't forget that. Don't y'all forget that. But before we get crowned, before we get crowned, before we get close, y'all know y'all get out of hand. Before Minister D come in with his 
supposedly be news. Don't say that. Don't say that. Oh, we want to say prayer. Okay? Let's do that. Heavenly All Father, right. right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much, Lord God, for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And Lord, we can hear on another week of glorious gospel vibes. We're so grateful and thankful for this broadcast. We're so grateful and thankful for the listeners that's listening in right now, Lord God. We're grateful and thankful for the host that's on the show, Lord God. And we ask you to continue to bless each and every household, each and every person that's going to be present, and all of those that are listening, and all of our whole nation, Lord God, because we're going to need you every day of our lives. From this point forward, for those that didn't have you, Lord, I'm praying right now that they'll be directed to you, Lord God, through the spiritual Amen. realm, in the name of Jesus, that the, that the outer person will line up with your will, word, and purpose. And we thank you right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Minister D. Got a, he want to run a little or uh, something. We got Thanksgiving right up our back. Well, you know, it's Thanksgiving, but we got Christmas first. It seemed like Christmas first this year, not and then Thanksgiving comes back. I don't know what's going on, but y'all just tell me something. Tell me something. Please, somebody. Well, well, you know, I was thinking, you know, Thanksgiving is upon us, and, you know, it's the time of the year where, you know, it's a time of hypocrisy and a time of ungratefulness. You know, when you get together, sit down to a table, and for some folks who ain't said thank you all year, that'll sit down at the table in front of a whole bunch of food. Thank you. It's a time of year where they they thank thankful for all the many blessings, and all the retail stores done move Black Friday up to Black Thursday at four o'clock after you done ate. Sure enough, I sure enough. And lastly. And, you know, I go through this every year, a time where people come to Thanksgiving dinner and don't even so much bring a pack of M&M's and come in and eat all the food. Okay. They bring samples and Tupperware and Appetite. Okay. A lot of them don't bring that. They just ask for some aluminum foil. And I tell you, so all I say is, so all I say is, you know, all y'all that's having Thanksgiving over at your house, just go ahead and prepare your mind and prepare your heart. And remember, <laughs> look, remember what you're doing it for. That's if you're doing it for the right reasons. And don't be mad at eating all your dressing and turkey. Amen. You know, Mr. D, he loves it. I hope everybody cook. And if they invite Mr. D, make sure you got a winner to your 401k because you're going to need it. <laughs> See, I already understand. See, I understand. I already know that I'm going that I'm going to indulge, overindulge. So you know, I make sure I do my part when it comes to the preparation. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least you know, bring some money. And say here, you know, you know, I know this costs a lot of money. He go, he go a little something on the, on the tab. I can't get no help. In well, I know a lot of people. A lot of people ask you. What you saying, uh, uh, Doctor Dukes? I I want to know uh, what Sister Peppercorn is gonna cook for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm a bitch. That's what I want. You don't need to know that. Huh? You don't need to know that. Come, come to your house. You don't cook. You don't yeah, cook. You said come. I'm flying in the Florida. I'm flying in. I want I want to check out. I want to check out that chitlin dressing that you said you make. I heard about. It. You make a chitlin dressing. Oh, you make a chitlin dressing? Chitlin dressing, my God. What you saying to that? <laughs> <laughs> you call me a chitlin dressing. I don't even eat chitlin. I don't eat chitlin. Mm-hmm. Well, look. Well, most oh, of all, look, since you say that, too, make sure y'all get somebody who really know how to pray, to pray over the food, because, you know, you don't know some of the stuff they're cooking now. You know, it, it, it has some minutes you ain't ready for <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, I tell y'all right now, you know, you ask people when you, when you invite them to Thanksgiving dinner, you say, um, you want to bring something? Well, they'll, they'll say, you want me to bring something? But they don't really want to bring nothing. But they'll stay kind of under no. their breath. And they'll be talking and they'll say, yeah, you want me to bring something? Oh, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. well, we'll be there. You know, they heard it go to the next subject. They don't really want to bring anything. Mm-hmm. And then if you say, if you catch them, say, yeah, yeah. Bring, I want you to bring something. Oh, what you want me? I, I, I've got a couple plates and, um, uh, they don't want to bring no food, but they'll bring some 
plastic bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or come late and yeah, come out, they ain't have time to stop. Come uh, late and come out, they ain't have time to stop. And then say, oh, you know, I, I forgot. Yeah. Well, we're going to pray for those kind of people. We hope that uh, your Thanksgiving is blessed and full of festivities and love and joy and peace as it's supposed to be. But that's supposed to be every day of the week, every day, not just Thanksgiving. Amen. But we're thankful that God brought us through to another year of Thanksgiving where the family does come together, and that's what we celebrate here in, the, in America, uh, Thanksgiving well, where everybody comes together. And lastly, and lastly, most of all lastly, all y'all that's going out to go Black Friday shopping, make sure y'all come and pay me the money y'all done been on me all year for y'all do that. Oh, right. Lord. Okay, okay. You can't trust him. I told you. Anyway, Jonathan McReynolds, before we get started with our first interview with Charlena Jackson, best-selling author right here, Gloria Scott survives. Gotta have it. Lord, we can't do without you. And you can tell just by this conversation on this radio broadcast that we just gotta have you. Gotta have you. Gotta have you. I gotta have you. I gotta have you. I gotta have you. I gotta have you. Oh, Lord. I gotta have you. I gotta have you. Nice little song. Hey, it's cute. Yeah. Nice little song. Mm-hmm. Well, you sound like right. you're hey. I like it. I like it. Anyway, I, I, interview right here I with the uh, uh, best-selling author, Charlena Jackson, right here, No Cross, No Crown. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Charlena Jackson right quick. Positive attitude has encouraged many people to pray. Keep the faith and all the ways 
turn the negative into the positive. Now, earned her bachelor's in biology, her first master's in sports health science, her second master's in healthcare administration, and she is currently working on her PhD in healthcare administration. Charlena is a much loved inspirational speaker. Charlena has three children, which resides in Atlanta, Georgia, where Charlena is a professor of a professor, a university here in, in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, she has taken the time out to write this book, No Cross, No Crown. We want to know a little bit more about Sister Charlena Jackson and why it is that she wrote such a beautiful book. And we want to present to some and introduce to others no other than Charlena Jackson. How you doing, Charlena? I'm great, thank well, you. How about yourself? Yeah, we got Ooh, some background, got some feedback beautiful. going on back there. Somebody in the background. Turn your radios down. <laughs> Can you hear me? Well, that must. Yeah, we hear you. Can you hear me? How you okay. been doing? We hear you. I'm good, thank you. you. Thank us? you for having me on your show. I can. Yes, I, I can hear you. Okay, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, I gave yeah, them a little background that. on you. Mm-hmm. We gave them a little background on you, but we want to know what made you write this book, No Cross, No Crown. You had to have a purpose or a testimony, something made you write <laughs> such a good book. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, the topic and the title came up um, from when I was younger. My grandmother always used to say, no cross, no crown, and I never understood what she meant until I got older. And as I got older, I have been through a lot of trials and tribulations and challenges in my life. So with that being said, I understood that in order to earn a cross, carry, uh, excuse me, in order to earn a crown, you must carry your cross. And the reason why I wrote this book because I just wanted to reach out to those who will receive the word, not all receive, but hopefully after they read it, they would adjust their thoughts and to want to follow God in their life. With that being said, this book is just a testimony of my life from where I have come from, where I have been, and where I am going. Oh, that's mm. awesome. That mm. is awesome. And, I, you know, I've heard that yeah. saying, too, no cross, no crown. You know, the old, back in the day, that's that's one of the phrases that, that the old people used to let you know, let you know, okay, you can show out that mm-hmm. one, but i tell you right now, no cross, mm-hmm. no crown, baby. You know, uh-huh. tell you. Right. they would tell you something like that. You know, they, they, always, they always had that information to uh, I'm gonna get my crown. time. And in my opinion, no cross, no crown also means forming a foundation because if you don't have a solid foundation, there's no way that you can be balanced and or stable. And a lot of people have to realize that although your foundation might crack, if you have God in your life, there's no way that you're going to crumble. There's no way that you're going to shatter because he will always build that foundation back together. So that's where it starts first. Yes. Yeah, in order to earn, you know, your cross, and I say earn a cross instead of a crown at the moment because some people don't want to go through the battle. Some people don't want to carry their cross. So you have to earn it in a sense, too, because if you don't, you're going to always ask yourself what if. And if you carry that cross, I mean, yeah. and earn it and carry it well, you won't have to ask us because you would know okay. exactly how and what to do. Mm-hmm. That is all. Yeah, like I said before, I said I did everything you asked me to do. Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Amen. Amen. You got to go through and what you God know, you and you just, And the thing is, too, yeah. it's kind of like you can't just get what he asked you to do. You got to listen because he's going to tell you what to do. He already done paved the way for you, but the per- the purpose mm-hmm. is you got to have the courage to do it. A lot of people always want mm-hmm. to go the path that's already paved out, but sometimes you have to mm-hmm. dare to be different and go through the path and let God lead the way as he cuts the grass for you, you know. Oh, so he that he that. That. Mm-hmm. So that's right. He well, has to order yourself and don't take the shortcut way out of life. You have to have faith in him and just Dare to be different and do it and, and walk that path. As the, as they say, Amen. he is the light of our path. 
Amen. Amen. All right. Well, that's Amen. what I'm telling you. That is an awesome testimony. I tell you, and not only a testimony, you have uh, uh, been watered with wisdom in regards to taking out those the different paths that uh, God has placed before you, and you're willing to share with others so that they will be able to do uh, uh, a great job and just stand on the path. This this little small uh, straight road that we're on is so easy to detour and step off. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, if you if you listen to the word and, and apply it to your life in an effective and practical manner, you'll be able to stay on that path and go forward. And and for someone, uh, it, it seems like uh, that you're a young young lady that has this wisdom to share with others is an awesome thing in your, in your era and in your time that don't know anything about it. And no one has even uh, uh, thought to even tell them anything like that, but you wrote a book and you're willing to share it with them, which is an awesome thing. And God is going to continue to bless you in this manner. And I'm so glad you were able to come on just to share that information. And I want you to tell our listeners uh, where they can purchase this book and where they can get hold of you. Thank you. Um, well, they can purchase it on Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble's um, Books a Million. And they can contact me, of course, um, LinkedIn, um, uh, a fan email base is foundationofpurpose.com. And if they are readers and love to read, I'm also on Goodreads as well. So they can follow me on there. And, um, yep, that's about it. That's the social medias that I am currently on at the moment. All right, y'all make got sure it. y'all got contacting it. her. Make sure y'all contacting her because y'all want a book. I don't be trying to, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> praise the Lord. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. He didn't
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Y'all know who that was. Mm-hmm. That was the Abraham Brothers right here. I tell you, there's a lot going on right here in the house. But we got a few little technical difficulties, but it's going to be good. It's going to be good right here on Glorious Gospel Bible. We got our next interview up, coming up, y'all. Yes, sir. Mr. Mr. Dr. Reverend Dukes, did you have anything you want to say? I just want to say, well, my this next interview is an awesome guy. He's a good friend of mine. He has some awesome music. Yeah, he does. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Y'all already know about a little bit about it. But I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about him. His name is Michael Porter. He's an independent gospel recording artist right out of Florida. I tell y'all, y'all going to tell y'all a little bit about him. I'm going to try to get yeah, I hope you all can hear me because I'm trying to read kind of And I never heard no one tell me that I was a preacher. 
and I didn't know how to read well, and you know, schooling was was not my thing. I was I went to MacArthur Senior. I was kicked out of MacArthur in 1986, and uh, hmm. and so when I was uh, out there, God allowed me to meet this evangelist, and I asked for prayer, but she looked at me and prophesied and said that God said you a preacher. And when she said that, I looked at her and she looked at me and said, and he's going to give you his spirit. Don't be moved by what you see or what you hear. And and I guess it was uh, a couple of months after that, I found myself in uh, violating my probation and I was in the jail and they sent me to prison. And while I was in hmm. prison, I, I met some brothers that was on fire. They've been there for years. They they life sentences, some of them 45 to 100 years. And, and they sent me uh, to uh, a place called Spectrum House. And so mm-hmm. if I were to Spectrum House in a year, that was over there by Edison Middle in Miami, a drug program with women and men. If I would complete that program, then I would get off my sentence, my five-year sentence real early. But while I was in that place, I was real discouraged one day, and I was laying in my bed. And all of a sudden, as I was laying in my bed, the noonday sun came in through the room, came in through the room, and out of the off of the window, the reflection of the sun, I looked up and I saw the face of Christ. It was like a, 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 a it was like a shadow, but it was his. And you can see the thorns, and you can see his face, and mm-hmm. he was looking directly at me. And I jumped up wow. and went and told a friend that was in my room about what I had seen, and he ran back, and it was gone. And so he told me to tell the program director. Her name was Susan, white lady. And I told him, and they looked at each other, and they told me to step out the office. I guess y'all know what happened next. I was on the bus heading to the psychiatry. And when I got there, I know that they subscribed me to some type of uh, 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 medication and when they brought me back to the center and they saw what the medication was they looked at me with tears in their eyes and they said Michael you can't stay here you got to go back to the prison and once they say you are right then you can come back so while I was there in that prison I was doing my best to stay out of trouble so I can go back but lo and behold right. different things started happening and God started visiting me in dreams and visions I began to preach the word but I didn't know how to deal with the flesh. I had no idea that there was a battle going on in my flesh, in my spirit, with my flesh. Right. And so hmm. while I was there, I got in trouble and went to confinement. One Tuesday morning, I opened up my eyes and I heard an audible voice. The Lord say to me, he said, don't worry what they do to you. You have the spirit now. And I looked around hmm. the confinement cell room and there was nobody in the room, my bunker was asleep, but I was still shaken from that word that I just heard. Don't worry mm-hmm. what they do to you. You have the spirit now. And from that day to this one, I tell you, the enemy been on my heels fighting me. So I went on ahead and I got out. But when I got out, I still wasn't quite ready. I went to Georgia preaching. I went to North Carolina preaching. And in North Carolina is where I met the three prophets they was uh, on a, a road trip going around the country singing and preaching, and, and they invited me. And so I said, mm-hmm. well, let me look into that right there. And the, and the prophet told me, he said, if you go back to Florida, you're going to die. And he said, mm-hmm. we don't know if it's going to be in a pine box or if it's going to be spiritual, but you're going to die if you go back to Florida. You need to come with us and sit under the word and grow and let the Lord use you. And I said, okay. Mm-hmm. So I had made up my mind not to go, and I went on ahead, came back to Florida. And uh, while I was still doing my mess, still on drugs and different things like that, still backsliding, I met a preacher. His name was Bishop Dukes, and Bishop Dukes became <laughs> a good friend of mine. He mentored me for all these years. Oh, and one day I was stranded walking on drugs over there in Revere in Palm Beach and Bishop rolled by me and he picked me up. I got in the car and I asked Bishop for $10. He already knew what I wanted the money for. And Bishop told me, uh-huh. Bishop, say, Paul, if you don't stop doing what you're doing, God is going to sit you down for a long time. And I was like, wow. But I didn't succeed. I went on and kept doing what I was doing. I found myself breaking into people's houses and the enemy had me Trip thinking that I can be in your house while you was in there 
stealing your stuff and you didn't know I was gone. I was a cat burglar. One night I went into this by the water over there on Palm and there were two women in the house and they was in the kitchen talking. I didn't know really what they were doing, but I think they were praying. But when the, one of the young women came out of the kitchen, I grabbed hold of her. And when I grabbed hold of her, she made a sound that startled uh, the other lady that was in the kitchen. And she got up and came out in the living room and pointed a finger at me and said, in the name of Jesus, let her go right now. And when that lady pointed her finger, her name was Miss Thurston. I raised both my hands. I said, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I said, I'm a preacher. I said, I backslid. She said, we know who you are. She said, God sent you to this house tonight so we can tell you you need to stop doing what you're doing. Come to find out, they took me home that night. They prayed with me, prophesied it over me, and took me home that night and invited me to their church. They said, we're not going to call the police. I said, good God, I'm not. So when they took me home, Hey man, my wife was happy because I had been on like a bend for like a couple of days. And then I finally went to their church. Their church in Palm Beach was called uh, Redemptive Life Fellowship with Bishop Harold Ray oh, yeah. and Brenda. Okay. And mm-hmm. so one prayer meeting, I went up in there and the pastor grabbed my hand without even me telling her my name. And she looked at me. I was out on bond waiting for trial for uh, some other stuff that I had got myself into that I didn't even I didn't even do. I was accused of doing something I didn't even do. And but God had set it up where I was going to go regardless. So no one was able to help me. And sure enough, she said, "Michael, you going to prison?" And I looked at her and I put my head down. She lifted my head up to the face she said, "Well, don't worry about it. You're going to come out." And I tell you, in that prison, I spent 15 years, and in them 15 years, God was dealing with oh me, showing God. me, showing me what was in my heart, giving me songs in the night, giving me words, teaching me how to read the word more and how to uh, uh, study the scriptures and, and put different brothers and people in my life in that place. And at the last four, uh, 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 the last four months I had left, they sent me a place called South Bay, over there by Belglade, and, and, and in that place. God prepared me and gave me a few more songs and told me, okay, now get out and go and preach my word and sing my word. But through that whole time, my wife, she stuck with me. She didn't turn her back on me. Folk left me. Family died. Mama, grandmama, granddaddy, oh, yeah. all those things that was in my life that influenced me for wrong, they all did. And so God made a plan and he preserved me. And here I am today to sing and preach and talk Amen. about it. Amen. Oh, that's a testimony. My God, my God. It is so strange how God wants, he gets your attention because he wants to be the one that that yeah. you love on and you talk about and you cherish and you mm-hmm. honor. And I tell you, he is the one. He is the one and he knows just how to get you to sit down and take the time to listen. When you keep running, he's going to track you down. Oh, yeah. he's going to track you. But you know what? What yeah. the devil meant for bad, God turned yeah. it into good. Yes, because yes, I tell know. you right now, this news, this song that he just released is a nice, beautiful song. And I can tell that the Holy Spirit had a part in it. So I want you listeners to check it out, Off in Another World, with Michael Porter, right here on Glorious Gospel Vibe. Yeah, I
so we can really offend. I tell you because it's it's terrible out here right now, and we gotta yeah. draw as many people as we can, and as many people as we can. And I'm grateful and thankful for you to come on our broadcast and you continue to do. I want you to let the ask, uh let the listeners know where they can purchase your CD and give us information Amen. about how to contact you. Amen. Praise the Lord. You can find Off in Another World right now on uh, uh, iTunes. All you have to do is go in there, Michael Porter, and uh, you also can go through uh, KG Shag Records. Uh, that's Kenny Gordon, KG Shag Records, but it's on iTunes right now uh, for $1. Okay. All right. I'll go on there by 10 copies. By 10. Yeah. All right. I want my 85%. I want my 85%. Oh, please. Reverend Ike is on my 85%. Man. My wife heard that she had a hand in that one. Can I ask a question? Can I get a question in? Y'all do. Come here, man. Can I get a question? This is yeah. Oh, you say you was in penitentiary? That what you say? Cause I wonder what you were on the other side of well, my cell. Cause I was in there for a little while. Mm. When you was in the I want to tell nobody. Look, what was she talking about? I'm I'm I'm, I'm new, baby. Not elementary. He said penitentiary, not elementary. Okay. Not elementary. Amen. I know what he said. Don't get slick. Don't get slick. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know me. Oh. Yeah, from, <laughs> from what I heard, you was in elementary a long time, much longer than you should have been. I'm not talking to you, Minister D. That's why I pray so hard for you. I'm not talking to you. Uh, I'm talking to the young man, uh, uh, Michael Porter. Oh, yes. uh, I just will ask you a question. Well, you say you served some time. The band is ready. You say he served time. Yeah. Well, you said he served time. Okeechobee. Yeah, Okeechobee, Bell Glade, amen, in the Panhandle, Liberty, Washington, uh, 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 ACI, Martin okay. Seal, Santa Rosa okay. CI. And then they know the door. But see, see, if God can fix me. I know he can fix and fix you. He can fix minutes to me. Oh, you said you want God to fix you. I didn't say that. I said I'm already fixed. I said he fixed me. Straighten me out. And I'm trying to get him praying for minister D get straightened out. Amen. Oh. Don't, don't worry about me. I'm all right. Uh, <laughs> you heard that? You know, a lot of us think we all right, but you know, we, we kind of psycho. You know, you don't realize when you psycho, but people have to tell you, you need some prayer exorcism and stuff, you know. Oh, I ain't say I wasn't a little off, but I'm all right. Okay, just don't, just don't say nothing. <laughs> 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 oh, we enjoyed it. I said we had a good show today. Listen, I want, I want to thank uh, my guests. Uh, Charlena Jackson for her beautiful uh, testimony and her book that she has I Know Cross No Crown and and for Michael Porter Off in Another World I tell y'all go out and purchase them, both of those items I tell you and bless and sow a seed and be blessed be blessed that's what it's for to be blessed God thank you so much for coming on our broadcast and we'll see y'all back here you know we get ready to shut it down shut it down another another day another week God has been so good to us Go and bless somebody. Love on somebody this Thanksgiving holiday. And don't eat too much turkey, Minister D, please. And and, and, and y'all listeners have a good time. Love on Thank your family. You. Thank you. Love on each other. I can't promise you have a blessed right. Thanksgiving. You too, Miss Pope. Thank you for having me on your show. Yes, Mr. Jelaine, in the house, they're going to take us on out of here. Come and knock on my door. Come and knock on my door. Give it away, that for ya. I can't hurt it, y'all. Give it, cause I got my heart. Mm, okay. Come and knock on my door. You ain't done taking us out. Stay ya. Come and knock on our door. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Jeremy.
telling everybody to come back to church. Just knock on the door. Check it out. Themselves, 